Hello again, and welcome back to History in 7. Today I want to make a quick video about Rome research for beginners. Uh, the point of this will be to not show you every feature and everything, but to document what I am able to do after a week of playing with it, and how it's already proving to be useful to me. First, I'm getting stuff down in a place where I will be able to find it later, and that's important. Uh, there is some value to just getting things down, even if you never go back and look at them. It's practice writing, and it builds up skills and habits. But there's also some value to being able to go back and take advantage of the work that you've done, and incorporate that work into the new work you're doing, and carry, carry it forward. So there are skills and habits that you gain, and then there's also output that could be valuable if it's accessible. The problem is that a lot of the stuff that I've written about, uh, the things I've read or the ideas that I've had myself over time has been lost. I don't have the paper notebooks that I wrote when I was a PhD student or a master's student or an undergraduate. What cool stuff might I find in those if I could go back and look at them now? Journals that I kept when I was 20 or 15 or 10. I kept journals my whole life. They're gone. Uh, luckily for me, for the me of today, that doesn't have to be the fate of my new creative ideas or records of my study. And lucky for you, same thing. Uh, there are plenty of digital places that I can put stuff today. I've tried a lot of them since I turned digital. I've written us using pages. I also used MacWrite back in the day, but those files are gone as well. But Pages, Word, web, web building applications, Scrivener, Tinderbox, Storyscape, and more recently OneNote, Evernote, MarginNote 3, GoodNotes, Notability, and now Rome. And some of these apps have been much more difficult to use than others. I suspect Tinderbox is still probably the hardest with the steepest learning curve. Uh, MarginNote and Rome are also very complex and seem to have a lot going on under the hood, but I've been a little bit more successful in breaking in and finding some of the things in it that I can use today as I'm learning, uh, and then also finding some videos that I can watch to keep learning. Some of the apps are better uh, and some worse at serving up the information that I've captured in ways that are useful to me today. I've made hundreds, maybe thousands of individual records in Tinderbox, for example. It's a pretty intense process trying to find any particular needle in that haystack now. And again, there, there may be ways of doing this that I'm simply not aware of. Um, but do those ways have to be so hard to find? Other apps, like Word, aren't really designed to be all that hypertextual. Yes, there are now ways to do full text searches that will make it possible for me to find, for example, every file on my four terabyte archive of everything hard drive with the word Ranny on it. Uh, and then I could do a search and sift through those results and then piece together a new article on the Ranny family if I wanted to. Uh, that would be more or less of a forensic act, though. Uh, what if there was a way to find everything and have it appear in a way that would let me manipulate it, grab the stuff that was useful in it, edit it, and then publish it out? That seems to be what Rome is offering. Um, I just did a search, actually, of this script that I'm writing, um, and Rome calls searching find or create page. Uh, I did a search on the word Rome. The app searched my database and found nine times that I had used the term in the week since I've 
been using Roam. And I got to scroll through them. And then when I hit the return key, the app actually made a new page called Roam in Roam in double brackets, square brackets. And it told me that I could either start typing or that I could attach all of those unlinked references that it had found. And when I did that, they populated this new page uh, in reverse chronological order. That is the newest ones to the oldest. And it also put double brackets around every instance of the word Rome in my notes. Um, when I write the word again, of course, it doesn't automatically get double bracketed, but it does get added to those unlinked references at the bottom of the page, waiting for me to decide whether or not I want to link them. This could be very powerful. And the power would increase exponentially, of course, as I added more information to the document. Classic network effect. One thought this leads to, which is a bit troubling, is how safe is the data file? Uh, Rome doesn't seem to do automatic backups, but it does seem to have an export feature that lets you export all the pages in either Markdown or JSON, JSON format. Um, I don't really know how to use either of those formats, so I suppose I'd have to trust that if I did need to, I could find someone to help me restore my data in case Rome suddenly disappeared. I suppose this is not that different from something like Tinderbox. Um, how would I access all the data if the app no longer worked? Uh, the one difference is that the Tinderbox app lives on my hard drive, not in the cloud. Um, maybe this is only an issue for me because I'm such a dinosaur. Um, on the other hand, I did lose a lot of data when I stopped paying Thomson Reuters for the endless series of EndNote updates. One interesting thing, finally, that I noticed was when I went back to the top of this uh, script, this note, I had made a page, I had double bracketed the title Rome for Beginners. Um, and then, of course, I had searched on the term Rome, and uh, the app had double bracketed the word Rome itself when I did that search. So now I have a situation where I have nested double brackets. It didn't occur to me that that could be a thing. So that's kind of cool. I will share more of what I'm finding out about Rome and other tools as I uh, incorporate them into the work that I'm doing. The idea is to show and explore how they're useful in the actual work that I'm doing. So I hope you found that interesting. Thanks for listening. I'll see you again next time.